Good morning. It's Tuesday, November 7th, Election Day. I'll talk more about what elections are happening today later, but in the meantime, why do we have elections on the first Tuesday after the first Monday in November? Farmers. Same reason that we changed the time. Listen, I, we love farmers, but we could, we, we could change things if we wanted to. Um, at the time the date was set for this national election, way back in the mid-1800s, farmers made up the majority of the workforce. Early November was a great time to vote because the weather was mild, but the harvest was over. And Wednesday was typically market day and Sunday was church day. Plus, a day of travel had to be accounted for. So given all of that, Tuesday became the de facto day to cast that sweet, sweet ballot. And now the news. We start, of course, with the Israel-Hamas war, where Israel says they have, quote, completed our encirclement of Gaza. So what that means is that the Israeli Defense Forces have basically split Gaza in half, cutting the north end of Gaza off from the rest of the area. And then they proceeded to attack that northern area with airstrikes ahead of an expected ground battle. And those airstrikes include, yes, the terrorist group Hamas, but also displaced people that were sheltering in UN facilities. This is expected to bring an uptick in the violence, which is a, to be honest, Hard thing to wrap your head around when you hear that on Monday, Gaza's health ministry said that Palestinian deaths have passed 10,000 and several hundred thousand people are believed to still be in the northern area of Gaza. The officer who was accused of putting 23-year-old Elijah McLean in a chokehold, ignoring his pleas for help, became the second officer to be found not guilty for his 2019 death. As a reminder, McLean was simply walking home when someone called the police because he, quote, looked sketchy in a ski mask and was waving his arms. But to be clear, he had not committed any crimes. After being put in a chokehold, he vomited and then apologized. He apologized to the people choking him. Quote, I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to do that. I can't breathe properly. Today's ruling put the blame for his death on the EMTs who administered the ketamine that they say was the reason for the 23-year-old's heart attack. Robert Crimo Jr., the father of the shooter in last year's 4th of July shooting in Highland Park, Illinois, that left seven people dead and 48 injured, accepted a plea deal hours before his trial started and will serve 60 days in jail, followed by two years of probation and 100 hours of community service. He will also have to give up any weapons that he owns. His case is a rare case against the parent of a mass shooter, and it came because he helped his son get that gun permit, even though he knew that his son had threatened violence in the past. Prosecutors are hoping that this case will send a message to parents that they are responsible for letting their kids have access to guns. To quote Illinois State Police Director Brendan Kelly, quote, you may not be the person pulling the trigger, you may not be the person with the firearm, but you could be held accountable for that conduct. Listen, we're going to get into the absolutely bananas day that Trump had in court. But first, we got to talk about the Meadows Hour. This news broke over the weekend, but I want to talk about it anyway. Mark Meadows, Marky Meds, is being sued by his book publisher because he wrote that the election was stolen in his book. 
But then when the law came a knocking, he remembered real quick, oh, oops, um, the truth. <laughs> and now his book publisher's like, whoa, dude, you, we would have preferred you tell us the truth as well. Just like a, um, a heads up, you signed a contract. And so it's just funny. But it's also a little on the publisher for thinking that Mark Meadows would tell them the truth. No real winners there. In some ways, we are the only winners, in fact. The people who would never buy this book, but still get to make fun of all involved. We bully the bullies. And of course, Trump crime update time. Did anyone ever tell him that not talking is in fact also an option? Addition. Trump took the stand in his New York money crimes case and it was an absolute mess of his own making, much like arguably his life. Trump did his little speeches because this is not a real court case. This is just a part of his um, campaign for presidency. Uh, so he did those little speeches. And at first, the judge tried to stop him. At one point, he turned to Trump's lawyers and told them to, quote, control your client. But you can't control Donald Trump. Many have tried. Uh, and and I wish they would stop giving up. But uh, they frankly, just didn't want to control him. So they didn't. And eventually they just let Trump talk and then the judge would dismiss everything Trump said. Let's play the hits, though. And by hits, I mean the yikes. Let's play the yikes. Referring to Tish James, he said, quote, you believe this political hack back there and that's unfortunate, which I don't I don't think you're allowed to say that. At one point, he thought he nailed this line, quote, the fraud is on the court, not on me. And then he looked down the barrel of the camera and said, hey, Aaron Sorkin, was that interesting to you? Would you like to hire me? Would, um, I'm available. And also the president. <laughs> Stupid. Stop. No, Kim, stop it. Bring it back in. Uh, and of course, he did the classic, quote, this is a very unfair trial. Very, very. And I hope the public is watching. We are. Also, he continues to infuriate the judge, clearly either unaware or uncaring, that this is a non-jury trial per his own lawyer. So the judge is the one who makes the decisions here. I'm no expert. I'm no expert. But I think Trump's gonna find himself in a whole lot of trouble once the judge is ready to rule. He also, when asked if he was involved in the randomly changing square footage filings, which is a very big part of this case, he said, probably. And like, that one, that one word, imagine. Just being like, hey, were you involved in this murder? Probably. Okay, well, so there's, that's done then. I mean, it was a mess. Dude's a mess. This was a mess. Do not elect him again. And finally, hey, it's election day all over the country. If you live in Alaska, Arizona, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Florida, Georgia, Iowa, Idaho, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Massachusetts, Maryland, Maine, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Montana, North Carolina, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, or Washington, one take Moffitt. Head to RaisingVoters.org and see if you have an election today. You might. A lot of people. That was, a, that was so many states. A lot of people are going to be voting today. RaisingVoters.org, again, totally nonpartisan, but you can get election information there. Tomorrow, I will have results. Not today, though, because these elections are not settled yet. Polls 
don't decide elections. Voters do. And that's it. That's the news. I'm proud of voters. Duh. It's also National Bittersweet Chocolate with Almonds Day. But more than that, because you also love specificity, I'm proud of you.